like to welcome all of you to another segment of Friends in Faith. Today we're going to be talking about the Mass, especially how to pray the Mass. Too many times we see Mass as an obligation, something we have to go to, or something that's going to entertain us, something that's going to make us feel good. But if we have that attitude, we'll never get out of Mass what our Lord wants us to. And so there's seven things or seven moments to truly make Mass a prayer. And the first one is my preparation. When I get up Sunday morning, what am I thinking? And one of the, I think, key things is, why am I going to go to Mass? And do I need God in my life? How much do I need God? And the more I think about things like that, the importance of God in my life, the hunger starts to increase. I need God today. And when we went to Mass as a family, my dad would always say, okay, what are we going to offer up Mass for? Remember, this is the most powerful moment in the universe. What are you going to offer up? And so each one of us would tell the family what was on our heart and what we were going to offer up Mass for the sick person here or for the tragedy over there, but we had an intention. Going to Mass, we absolutely need an intention, if truly this is the, the font of grace. Second thing is when we arrive, we need to truly ask, who I am and who are you, Lord? Uh, if I arrive at Mass as the beloved child of the King of Kings, Temple of the Holy Spirit, and I already have this connection, it changes everything. If I arrive as a tired nurse or somebody who's a teacher that's exhausted, and that's my identity, I'm not going to get that much out of it. We have to remember, who am I? And when we enter into that zone of who I am, things begin to change. So we begin, again, Mass at the greeting, but the first part is the penitential rite. And I always tell people, focus on one sin that is heavy on your heart. One sin that you've been working on. And you're gonna, you, you wanna say, Lord, I'm sorry this has offended you, and I'm sorry this has hurt my family. Think about when I say, I confess, especially think about that one sin that you are sorry for and that you are working with all your heart against. If we don't make our prayers at Mass personal, we become this robot, and it really doesn't mean that much. But if I'm thinking of that one sin, that one fault, that one moment where I'm hurting others in my family, it changes everything. And all of a sudden, this is my chance to start over. 
And then we go to the readings, number four. I think it really helps to read the readings the day before. But the readings have to be heard with an attitude of, Lord, what do you want to tell me today? What are you, do you want me to teach me? I need to think like you. I need to feel what you feel. I need to do what you do. Teach me. I'm open and I'm hungry. What do you have? So during the readings, during the homily, I always encourage people, take at least one thing that you're going to apply to your life. One thing that's really, really important. That's critical. If we take away one thing every Mass, soon we're going to be very different. And then we go to the offertory. We don't think about the offertory a lot. But what is the priest doing? He is offering the bread and the wine up to his heavenly Father. These, this bread and wine, are going to become the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ himself. But we're all participating in this. And this is the moment which is really important that each and every one of us go and we offer up our sufferings. We offer up all of our prayers. We offer up all of the difficulties that we're experiencing. And we offer it up with the gifts as an act of perfect love to God. And all of a sudden, our suffering and our difficulties have meaning. There's nothing more frustrating in life than when we feel that we're suffering and there's no good outcome, that there is no meaning here. So the offertory is really important. Put everything into the Father's hands and then be bold and ask for anything. Lord, I offer you this up, but I'm going to ask for this, that, and the other. This is what's on my heart. The next one is what I call the entrance to Calvary. Christ who is offering up his body, blood, soul, and divinity. He's offering it up to the Lord. And there is one sacrifice, and it happened in Jerusalem, where Jesus died for our sins. And in a way, and in a real way, every Mass, we relive that mystery where Christ is dying for my sins because he loves me. This is a miracle. And to be able to ask, Lord, allow me to understand your love. Allow me to penetrate this mystery. Because our biggest problems in our life truly is that we don't feel loved. And yet, at Mass, we have the antidote. A God who says, I will die for you. And that is how much I cherish you. So we need to contemplate this. And then as we go, and this is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Behold, I am not worthy that you enter into my roof, but only say the word and I shall be healed. At that moment, Christ is dying 
at Calvary. And he is giving me his body, blood, soul, and divinity. And so I have to see this as he has absorbed all of my sins and he is giving back infinite power, infinite love, infinite union, connection with him. I need to be praying this as we go through the Mass. Then we receive communion. To receive communion, we need to try to have this awe of God himself that I'm receiving his body and his blood and his soul and his divinity. And if I'm open, this can change me. And it cancels out all of my weakness, all of my frustrations. When we receive Christ, something changes. And that's why we return to the pew and we need prayers of thanksgiving. The more we contemplate this gift, the more we have to say, thank you, Lord. I need to live so much more for you instead of for myself. I give you my heart, I give you my soul, I give you my everything. And it's a renewal of this covenant. And then we leave Mass with the, this blessing, but, but again, we have to leave as somebody who has received the body, blood, soul, and divinity, as the beloved of the Father. Mass has to be a prayer, it has to be a lot of activity, has to be a lot of giving. When that happens, Mass becomes the most awesome thing in the world and the prayer, the most important prayer of my life. And so let us ask ourselves three questions. Number one, why do I go to Mass? And what do I offer up Mass for? Number two, do I really see Scripture as something that transforms the soul and something that I need to regularly go and change my paradigm, my criteria. Do I really, am I thirsty for this? Do I need scripture? And the last one, do I truly believe in the real presence, the body, blood, soul, and divinity? And do I feel his love and this transformation every time I receive communion. Let's talk about these three questions. May God bless all of you, and may we truly pray the Mass in a way that we've never prayed it before. God bless all of you. Thank you.